Sunday, Betfair Edge. You can find better odds on the Autumn Carnival at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. For one more day, this is the Betfair Edge on a Sunday. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock with you. If not a fan of Wilson Phillips, Tommy. Good evening. Um, evening. <laughs> uh, you did walk in and say good evening. I did. I, did. I don't really know that song. What? Hold on. That's what we're doing. We're just holding on for another day on the punt. Beautiful time to be alive. It is. I, was, I thought you'd be a big Wilson Phillips fan. No. Similar sort of haircut to a couple of the band members. I'm not. I have no idea what you're talking to, talking about, so I can't comment. How are you, mate? You well? I am well. I, uh, what a weekend in sport. I'm off the top, all thanks to Betfair, of course. Find better racing odds and the AFL back and lay the AFL markets. What are you really gambling with? Change. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gambling helpline, gamblinghelponline.org.au. Change of the gambling messaging too. Yes. Yeah, tightening up legislations and, and whatnot. So get used to that team. Gamble responsibly. Uh, big weekend sport, but the racing. I don't want to talk too much racing. I want lay bins. I want AFL. I want a little bit of NRL for our listeners in the north as well. Broncos took care of the Dolphins. Late, they did. Yes, AFL. We'll touch on that in uh, yeah in a while. Um, what a huge round it is. It's only going to get bigger. Um, some complete upsets and turnarounds of form. Brisbane, Port. Um, yeah, it's a lot, lot to talk about, mate. If you want to have a whinge, this is the place to <laughs> It is. This is. There is no better place on the planet to come and have a whinge. Sunday morning, everyone's a bit sore and tired. And that's because. Come in and have a whinge. Because you can back and you can lay at Betfair. And we have the backboard. But more importantly, we have the time-honoured lay-bin. And this is where what we do is we find things we don't like throughout the week or the weekend of sport, and we put them in the bin. Tommy, uh, I need you. You've come in, well, she's revved up, genuinely revved up. You said I've not as a- revved up as Friday night. Oh, it's what? I Friday? scared you Friday night. Betfair Edge show. Oh yeah, you were that lay bin. That was would, that was top two of all time. You were down downright angry. <laughs> Bit like I was last Sunday, you apparently. Oh, right, on. what have you I'll got? Listen back to that. You said, no, you, you, said you weren't going to tell me. We don't do pre-production meetings because you roll in oh, with one minute to cuff, spare. Yeah, what have you got? I'm interested to see what this is. What what a end to the match for Emmanuel North Melbourne. Oh, night. here we go. What a what a brilliant end to the match it was, and you know what, Miles? Half the crowd didn't see it. They've all gone home. <laughs> they left. They left. Half the crowd have gone home. Fremantle supporters, you're in the lay bin. Don't leave early because they could have easily won that. It could have been a draw. They're watching on their phones walking out of the ground. Not good enough, Miles. Uh, Stick around and watch your team because you never know what's going to happen. Well, it, that same would apply for the Brisbane and Melbourne supporters that left when the power went out at the Gabba because they missed a ripping last 10 or 12 minutes. 
Yes. Superb. True, that Anyone was that leaves the ground the before the game finishes, lay bin. Gabba in the lay bin. Ga- oh. The el- Happened at a Big Bash game as well. Lights out. Lights out. The funny part was, did you catch it live? There was the big bang. Like, there was a huge bang. Yes. Yeah, the fuse. And, and, Two well, of them, I think. But but that so they've they've come out and said what it was. It was a fuse, was it? I think so. I'm not too sure. But it's happened twice now at the Gabba before the renovations happen in a few years. But they need to sort that out. You can't have that. Um, it the seeing that on the TV with the actual light globes on fire. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it was like we're going back. Everyone's like, "Geez, you'd remember '96 at Waverley." I was like, "No, I was nine, and I was probably you were lighting fires to the." Scoreboard or something. Back yeah, then. I would have been. Would have... I'd have been down the back catching lizards or something in the back paddock, probably in nineteen ninety six. Would have been <laughs> eight years old. Chris Fagan wasn't happy either. Melbourne got the head start. They were out in the ground before Brisbane were. No, Brisbane t- told now, to... now this is Ooh. where common sense has got to come in, right? Mm-hmm. Now, whoever's decision it was, like obviously someone there was a lack of um, organisational structure. Let's say. It didn't matter that Melbourne came out on the ground and got their heads up with a warm-up or not. But Simon Goodwin was interviewed on the TV. He said, well, the lights came on, so we just came out. Now, Brisbane had that opportunity too. If the lights came on, they could have just Chris gone Fagan out. Chris Fagan said that Brisbane got told to stay in the rooms. Right. So I don't know. Miscommunication, I've got no idea. Well, but the the fact is that they all got to their positions and then had to wait four minutes or five minutes standing there. And then they need the thumbs up from the boundary. Now, why are they in their positions... They should have been continually warming up. If there was a big soft tissue, you know, big say Oliver tissue. did a hamstring, yes, yep. you know, that was a six-weeker or whatever, um, then there'd be hell to pay. There'd be a riot, a dead-set riot. A- and that can't happen in professional sport. That can't happen ever. Well, we see the AFL – it is – yeah, for how big the AFL is, it can be a bit um, amateurish at times with stuff like this without the, the rules. No one knew what was going on, to be honest. We saw the MRO, which fired me up on Friday. And well, we've already had some text. comments. Yeah, we've already had texts on in. that. And so well, if you're asking about horses, we'll get to that later because um, we're not going straight into the ponies just yet. We've got, we've got a lot to... We will, though. A bit to talk about, for sure. Uh, morning, boys. I'm backing what Tommy said on Friday about Jared and the MRO. The suspensions were completely backwards. McAdam should have been one, Franklin two, pick at three. I don't know about that. Broad should get four to five for yesterday's sling. The broad sling... That's in the lay bin. Well, that, that, that wasn't that good. That wasn't good. He's got to get more than McAdam for that. But he, well, he, I think there's a um, there's a ceiling in, in on that sort of penalty for those tackles, though, isn't Send there? Send him to the tribunal. There's a ceiling in a... Algorithm for McAdams, but they sent him straight to the tribunal and not Pickett. Yeah, but you're, you're getting me fired up again, I know, Miles. but you're, you're talking. You're a Crow supporter, no, mate. No, don't give me that. You all are, we ask for is consistency, yeah, Miles. I, I know, but you're a I Crow supporter. I don't care supporter. if they all got five. But there was no difference between McAdam and But I want you Pickett. to be this fired up when it's a player from Hawthorne and oh, a player from GWS. I want consistency as an AFL supporter. It's, it's come stuff to, like this. It's come to your attention is, because you're a Crow supporter. But I don't, yeah, because I'm more invested but have in the you news, seen but that, I don't really Have you care seen about... the difference between the impact of McAdams and the impact of Pickett's? Have you seen the impact? They both passed the concussion test, yes. No, no, no. Have you I seen saw... the difference of the photos of the impact? The photos of the impact. They did a side-by-side comparison of the photos of the two impact. Now, one of them was right on head, like right in the middle, and the other one they said was glancing. Yeah, I know that, which is ridiculous. One left the ground also and didn't have the footy. Yeah, I know, but I'm talking about just the impact. Yeah, but it's just a joke, mate. Needs consistency. 
Um, Adelaide fans uproar on Nathan Broad's sling tackle. Forgot pretty quickly about McAdam splitting his opponent in half last week with a shoulder charge and being rubbed out. Danny from Muraduck. Well, Is that Danny. how you say that, Muraduck? I like that. Well, Danny, one no, was Danny. Carsten's out for 12 days. The other one got up and continued to play, for starters. Yeah, no, but it's not about continuing to play. You can't you can't give someone a shirt front and not in the game anymore. You can't also sling tackle. I know, but that's what he's saying. They're in uproar about the broad one. Well, that's not that. He's not talking about you. So you're, so you're taking this as if you're the Adelaide fans. No, Laban. No, Mate, I'm he's saying, saying Adelaide <laughs> fans are in uproar about the Nathan Broad. And you've gone, hey, hang they on, are. we, we, rah, rah, rah. He's putting that in the label. You Crows fans are nuts. No, Dead don't set give me nuts. That. Don't give me that. My brother was there yesterday um, with the with group from Richmond uh, in Adelaide. Flew over and oh, good. he said it was a ripper. Yeah, it was. Adelaide were pathetic first half. Well, what do you expect? The second grade midfield, mate. They turned it on the third quarter, but yeah, they. they what are, you, what are your expe- I want this on the record. What well, are your I said ex- Friday night. What thought- are your expectations of the Crows this year? Um, eight to twelfth. What? Yeah, eight you, to fourteenth. You reckon they can eight? finish in the top eight? No, not now. Oh, not, not now. now. But they, but if you they, did. If they'd kick straight and took their chances, they could easily be two zero two. By the way. Yeah, against who? Well, that's the point. But they play over easier draw because they're an average side, mate. Um, it's the beauty of the draw. Going to lay Brian Taylor for getting uh, stuck into our boy Milo on the Triple M radio call yesterday. Did he? BT gets stuck into me. I hope he did. This would be good. Well, hang on. <laughs> did BT he really? BT wouldn't know who you are. No way. I said g'day to him yesterday. <laughs> I said g'day he, to him. He, he wouldn't know who you are. And he said g'day. He didn't say champ. He just said, hey, mate. Oh, he would have champed you. No, he didn't champ me. <laughs> he would have champed He him. didn't champ me. No, he didn't. He was. I said, oh, g'day, BT. How are you? He said, I'm good, thanks, mate. And I said. Good, thanks, champ. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't chant me. Squirt? The, don't take that squirt. Yeah, no, 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 would have been the better would have been young fella, not bad young fella. <laughs> but um, I got to lay. Did you Billy Brownless carry on yesterday in the Triple M box? In the two boxes, I've never been more nervous at the G. On the left of me, you BT Bill, all the big guns JB, mm. and then on the right, Lee Matthews, Jimmy Bartell, and in the next box over Jared Waitley, Dermot. Liam Pickering. I was, I was and there's like, Young Squirt in the middle. There's, uh, there's Champ in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here, pal? Uh, not work, too sure. Fella. Went to the urinal. I'll tell you what, standing at the urinal next to Lee Matthews. Yeah, I'll take the cubicle, thanks. <laughs> I'm not standing next to Lee Matthews. I can tell you what. What a legend of the game, there, mate. Up there with me standing next to the great Brian Lara at uh, oh, the birdcage. You mean standing over Brian Lara? <laughs> standing next to Mars, Brian. I'm not interested in the horses. <laughs> standing next to Brian Lara um, in the bathroom was, yeah, that was Oh. It was interesting. Yeah, but Bill Bill booting a horse home yesterday, I thought I was on fire. I walked into the box and I had a moor. And then I had one other winner. Um, I was like, oh, I'm two from two. Bill booted Bossy Nick home, which I think he had a share in. He's turned around. You boring. You pickers, you're boring. Cade, you're boring. He <laughs> <laughs> carried on. You could hear it from everywhere. Can I? I want to know what BT's. If, has he bagged me in the call? I hope so. I hope so too. Um, another lay in. Rental inspections oh, for you. Now, Gee, they're not much fun. There's a backstory here. They're not much fun. So I'll give you the, the listeners the backstory. I was going to put them in bloke. the big. But I, because I was doing the footy, I, had, I don't really know too many in Melbourne, and you're my best mate here. 
And I said, can you please go and have a look at a couple of places for me if you're free? So you've gone and have a look at the first lucky, one. Lucky the midway was on. It Do you want me to read the, I'm going to read the text that you sent me? <laughs> I am. I am. I am. <laughs> I am. So I said, Tommy, how did you go? Uh, how did you go at the first place? And Tommy wrote, agent looks like a massive douche. <laughs> Two flights of stairs, general area, great. Neighborhood, not. Um, no from me. <laughs> Real agent is a douche. <laughs> Jeez, I laugh. They're not good, are they? The people everywhere. Oh, they're not all, fun. All the photos of the places look like the places look way bigger and nicer than what they are. It's like false advertising. It's yeah, it's not fun, and you're surrounded by people, and you just want to get in and out as quick as you can. And I'm a good bloke for, for doing that for you. Uh, Put myself on the backboard because you're not. I'll do that. Yeah, well, you, I was going to get to the backboard. <laughs> Um, backing or laying the Victorian opener, 46 off 280 yeah. balls. Backing all day. Ashley Trandra sing it. But they have to win, though. So um, I know that they were... It doesn't matter, mate. If you if everyone's getting out around you... Yeah, correct. So there's two sides. They were, what, 5 for 113. So 6 for 129, Victoria. Um, so we had to dig it out. There's no issue there. But, um, yeah, West uh, Western Australia look like they're home. Oh, I Shield would. Final. Mate, you know what we need at the top of the order of the Australian team? Someone that can make 46 off 280 balls and you let all the other batsmen bat around you. Yes. All you do is just tick them over, hold an end down. That's what you do. Bit of bit of grunt and a bit of fight. Backing. Sammy Hargraves. He's in the great. backboard. He's on the backboard, mate. One of the greats. Good to see you. Invited me around for dinner. Did he? Yeah, we're going we're gonna to have tea. Oh, he hasn't invited me around for dinner. No, that's because he... <laughs> What game have you got today, Sammy? Well, have you got a game today? He's got the golf, New South Wales golf. Women's, New South Wales Women's Open. I'm a good lip reader. I've got him through the glass. <laughs> he said, you are. Well done. Well done. <laughs> I'm not lip reading that. Uh, Tommy and the Crows can lay right in the sin bin. McAdam lined someone up and took their bloke out. Dirty playmate from Danny Boy. Um, what about the Saints? I'm not defending that. Oh. I'm not defending the hit, by the way. Hey, Just want consistency. Can I put something in the lay bit? I love the Saints, so they're on the backboard. I like Ross the boss, Alistair Clarkson, all these like just gun coaches showing why they're gun coaches, right? But I want to put one in the lay bin. That there's there's a girl that keeps doing the knock knock. Have you seen those those videos? No. Knock knock. Who's there? Owen. Owen who? Oh, when the Saints. Oh, that's, yeah, that's and it's the bit. same bird. That keeps doing it. She is in the lay bin. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> That's like the old kanga kanga kangaroo roo roo, isn't it? Oh. Or the the Jacob Bevis, doggies 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 bark bark bark. <laughs> oh dear. Bark bark. Uh, did you see Did you see Bevo's video last night? No. He said, and like I love Bevo. He's come on a couple of the things I've been on. He's like, oh, I've got a headache. You know, he's got the ice pack on his head <laughs> that after that doggy's performance. Oh, funny. Oh, made me laugh. Um, the speaking from of Orwell, Bevo, speaking yeah. of Bevo, he's oh. getting a contract extension. Well, he got it in November for two years, didn't he? Up to 2025. That's got to be under pressure now. I'm putting that contract extension in the lay bin. No need to go early there. My mate Rob, who might be listening, a Bulldog supporter, he'd be happy with me putting that in the lay bin. Well, there's a few in here about some of the footy. Um, up the mighty states, I bet Cam Luke left early last night. <laughs> I mean, the best part about this is, is on SEN track right throughout the week, you're going to have Cam Luke v. John Donahoe. Oh. And, and John Donahoe will not let Cam Luke alone. Is that a bit of a footy nuffy off? 
They're both I, I, very passionate. In, in fairness to to Cam, um, JD's Cam's not on JD's level. Oh right, now, the J- great man. JD loves his Saints. <laughs> love, love. He's actually called the lids off, has he? At the Saints, you're going to be <laughs> right. Wow. Just another one for the backboard. Matt Short overplaying IPL. He got uh, the call up, so he's well under him because he. Uh, He's a 14th Australian next month's IPL, which is great. He's had a great summer of cricket. He didn't didn't fire in the Shield final, unfortunately, for Matty Short, but he's been in superb form. Superb nice. form. Uh, morning, gents. After a massive work week, I'm laying the fact I've got work to do today. Scotty from Bayswater. Braden said, great track. Evening, Tommy. Uh, morning, Miles <laughs> and Tom. Couple of backboards. First of all, to all the friends of my daughter who were at her 21st birthday party last night, your behaviour was exemplary. Gee, it's not bad. Oh, um, that's good. And so well, well done to you all. Listening. The older generation were the clowns who skyrocketed the bar tab. Uh, never say last drinks, gents. Also, well done and congratulations to one of your SEN track colleagues, Tim O'Connor, who secured his Group 1 glory last night, uh, Saturday night in Hobart. Good on you, big fella, and good on you to the talk. Um, hey, guys, the surname Danaher has been involved in both blackouts in AFL football, Chris in 96 and Joe in 2023. That's interesting. That's a good stat, Razor. I like the... Uh... Like the lab in from Roy here. iPhone updates, very good. He spent the, <laughs> spent the whole morning trying to unlock his phone. iPhone updates and all these changes to iPhones and charges and gee, it's annoying at times. Roy good boy, one, Roy. it was it was Roy boy. We're going to backboard Roy there, but then we're labeling Roy. Oh, I heard him yesterday. He called in to off the bench. Yes, and Roy will love this. He called in to off the bench to wish himself a happy birthday. <laughs> That's on the backboard. Yeah, I, like, I, enjoy like that. It. I enjoy that. That's good. That's good gear. Uh, well done, Roy. Dogs look good uh, this year. Lay from Swanee. Um, and then Roy said, cheers for the 36th birthday messages from the Essie and Track family yesterday. And Brown Dog said, don't do anything he wouldn't do. Happy so I'm not running Roy. through the Essendon supporters. No one could miss it, Roy boy. No one could miss it. Um, we get free and confidential advice from you, Fitz. Hey, hey. Uh, what's his? Have you noticed with the huge racing in Sydney over the past month, James Cummings has quietly come to Melbourne on the Saturday, picked up three Group 1 winners. There you go. Uh, all over $4. What did you say about Cascadian last Sunday? Yeah, couldn't be with it. We won't go there, but we'll talk about that later in the show. We've got plenty of AFL. I want to dissect the Brownlow as well. Some games coming up, Miles, after the break. Yeah, we've got plenty on. We're racing, lay-bin, you name it. Uh, quick one here from Benny. I want to put my mate Fez in the lay-bin for wanting to listen to Crunch Time instead of you, Legends. Yeah, mate. We don't take – this is the non-serious version. This is what it's about on Crunch Sunday Time morning. is where you want to go for the hard-hitting issues. We, these no are, one needs that on a Sunday no, morning. No, 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 no. We're, we're, we're the hard-hitting social issues. You know, like, <laughs> like Tom at Real Estate Inspections and calling. <laughs> I think I think the um, second inspection went really well. It was going really well until I went to the bathroom, Miles. Oh, you can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to a break. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Sunday Betfair Edge on SEN. Sunday, Bet Fair Edge. Play both sides of the bet this AFL season with Lay Betting, exclusive to Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1 800 858 858. Welcome back, Sunday, Bet Fair Edge. Back on AFL markets, exclusive to Betfair. What are you really gambling with? Gamble responsibly. Keep them coming on the lay bins. 0499 736 736. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock with you. 
couple in there about some racing. We'll get to that in a while, especially you, Shawnee. No updates on particular horses, brother. Um, Jesse, I'm Lane Kokonakis. Needed him to win today for a multi at a simple volley on match point. Missed it. From Jesse. Shannon from Bonnells Bay. Shout out to Jim from Afra for helping me into my first horse. Boss Queen, good on you, Shannon. And Nick from Armstrong Creek. Putting pre-season form in the lay bin. Yeah, Nico, dead set. The Dogs North game may as well have never have happened. I'm starting to wish it hadn't. Yeah, Nick, pre-season in general, in the bin. No one takes it seriously. Anything else for the bin, Tommy? Not at the moment. There'll be more coming up, for sure. For oh. sure. Yeah, but no, the inspection went well. <laughs> <laughs> Gee whiz. Anyway. <laughs> um, uh, a couple of other things before we get stuck in the racing. Did Do you want to quickly touch on some Brownlow markets? Oh, well, I want to there, – there's a few – Did you just ask me a question and then cut me off? Yeah, because you normally – I didn't cut you <laughs> off. I hadn't finished my question. Yeah, go on. <laughs> All right, can I finish my question? Go for it. I'll snap you. Right. Surely there are big movements for Dacos, right? But I want to know, Davies Uniac, I said it to you last year, especially after that game against the Crows where he had 40-something. He is an out-and-out star. Like, he'll win one. There's no doubt in my mind he will win a brown line. Wow, that's a bit cool. North Melbourne better start winning some. It, it, they don't need to win. He will win a brown line. Not maybe not this year, but he will win one. Mark it in time. Mark stamp this, Tomo. Luke Davies Uniac will win a brown line medal. I don't know. I know you're not doing anything. But <laughs> I just mean that like as in, yeah, just like generally. don't actually mark it because um, there's nothing to mark it on, but. Who wins the Brownlow at the moment, Miles? Obviously, round two. I can tell you who's probably leading it, but who, who wins from here? Any idea? Who wins from here? So I'll tell you the market. It, it's what... Righto, yeah, go. Well, that's what I asked. Clayton Oliver, $10.50. Bontempelli, eleven fifty. Dacos, $10. Unbelievable. Uh, in Dacos. from where? Did... He was... Um, I'm just getting it up now. As high as $75 traded on Dacos. So if you took that, you can lay off now and... And make a nice profit. You've done very well. Lockie Neal, twelve fifty. Paddy Cripps, twelve fifty. Took Miller, sixteen fifty. Petraka, sixteen fifty. Andrew Brayshaw. I've laid Brayshaw heavily, and he's well, probably hasn't polled yet. He was okay last night, but losing side. He's eighteen dollars. Then you got Luke Davies Uniac. There he is, but not twenty two dollars. He traded as high as one hundred and seventy miles. So is it well at twenty two dollars? I'd nearly have a nibble now, but I'm sticking with what I started uh, said at the start of the year, and that's Lockie Neal. Proven, just a genuine proven poller. Does the right thing. If he can add a few more goals to the game, that's what he's been trying to do. He, he's he's the one for me. He's the one that's most consistent. Tim Taranto uh, nah. has probably, he might not win it, but he's probably polled in both games at the moment. He would have got votes yesterday. I yeah, believe. but we're round, like we're round two. I agree, but we're trading opportunities. It. I don't care who no, there's wins no as tra- long as I No, can... there's no trading opportunity for Taranto. Well, you you happy if you got over hundreds for him, which he was, and now he's twenty oh, the, twenty four dollars. So yeah, you, if you already have, yeah, you can, but you not now. Well. Or you can lay him now. I still think Lockie Neal at thirteen dollars is a trading opportunity now. Don't you think? Uh, yeah, maybe. Yep. No. Yep. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I'm just trying to get you got up splinters in to, your backside. 
So a couple of massive games today, uh, not exciting in terms of winning, but Brownlow chances. Callum Mills versus Hawthorne last year, round six when they met 2022, um, Sydney won quite easily, 41 points. You'd think Sydney will win comfortably again today. Callum Mills had 37 disposals, one goal, 10 coaches of votes, nine age votes, three held sun votes, three Brownlow votes, clearly best on ground, 37 and one. That same game, Chad Warner had 24 and two, didn't poll any votes, but um, six coaches votes there, no Brownlow votes. The other ones took Miller, Miles, and nah. you don't rate him. Which is no, no, hang on. no, you don't rate him. No, no. You put him in the lay bin. I did not. Off air. Put, I, oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> mate. So last time he played Essendon, um, Essendon actually beat Gold Coast by forty-eight points. Took Miller had twenty-eight disposals, one possession. He's only polled two Prownlow votes in the last seven games they've met Essendon. Um, before that, round 22, 2021, he had 30 possessions, um, no Brownlow votes, and another loss. So they've actually, Essendon have got the wood on um, Gold Coast. Yep. I've got, a trading oppo- I've got a trading opportunity that I've just seen in the Brownlow. Go on. I think Errol Goulden at $81, if he puts a couple of those big, Number games together, he could be around that sort of thirty to forty dollar mark by round six. What or price seven. is he at the moment? Have you got that up? I reckon he can get close enough to eighties or nineties for him. So is that a good preseason? Last time they met, he had twenty disposals, one goal, one coach's vote. And it's the same game when they uh, won by forty-one. He, he's six. he's one that I reckon you could you could back and then lay out on the fair. Just on the polling last year, um, and the model I've got, Cripps predicted. And polled better than expected. He was predicted on 26.1 with 29 votes, um, actual votes. Lockie Neal had 28 votes. Took Miller, 27 third miles. Uh, my model had him 24.9 votes expected. And close 20, to 24.9, that's so how it averages. Yeah. 25, most people 25. would say. He got 27. Your, your, so actually polled your really model well. had him at tw- labin that. No, no. It's all percentages. It's data. <laughs> Clayton Oliver Hang was on. polled less. Oh, don't do this. <laughs> yeah, no, that'd, be, yeah. that'd be ridiculous. Oh, I was going to. Um, Clayton, Clary Oliver, um, Clayton had expected 28, close to 29 votes. 28.7 was the actual, uh, he got 25. So, um, he polled under, but took a known vote getter, mate. Alrighty. He can uh, poll well today. Your thoughts on that? 0499736736, 0499736736. A quick word from our newsroom. We'll be back on the other side of this and you can find better racing odds at Betfair. What are you really gambling with? Once I smoked a diamond cigar. Yeah, that was years ago. Welcome back. Sunday Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock with you. All thanks to Betfair. Back all the AFL markets. Exclusive to Betfair. And what are you really gambling with? Hey, uh, I just had to mention one quick one before we... I got to call with Kane yesterday. Jeez, it's interesting calling with Kane when the Porter copping a absolute hiding... Are you calling with him? Yeah, so I turned around and I said, Sue, what are you... <laughs> turned around and I said, so Kane, you know, what's going to be the message at halftime? He looked at me as if I was <laughs> on another Wouldn't planet. Wouldn't have fun, would it? <laughs> no. Like, I love Kane. And we, we are mates. <laughs> he, and a shout out to uh, to David King. I reckon we might be able to find some audio for you, Kingy, uh, for Friday. I've said, so uh, what are they... Where to Port go now? Miles, I just told you that. <laughs> Kane had some dead set. He, he, oh, 
Hold on to the collar. I think he had a crack on the Sunday footy show at them too today. But he ran out of superlatives, did Kane? Interesting. All right. Um, couple on here. Um, how much do we think the Swans smashed the Dons by today, boys? I'm putting up a line of 60 and a half. If anyone wants to lay that, said James. That's a good good message. Anyone jump on Betfair? Take that take that bet. Um, I had a funny, the beauty of Betfair, I went to the footy on Thursday night mm-hmm. with a friend of mine, um, Betfair client. I backed Charlie Kerno. I asked for, it was $11. I said, I'll put up $11.50 if anyone wants to take him for first goal scorer. Had 50 bucks on at $11.50. And um, he's like, I'll take it. So he's actually gone on and laid my bet and took it. And I matched with him and he kicked the first goal. So I took 600 off him. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Beauty um, of Betfair. Also hearing too, a little message through that Took Miller may not play. No, he's not playing. He, yeah. He's not playing. He didn't play round one either. So, um, Well, there you go. Yeah. So I was right. <laughs> can't poll. <laughs> can't poll. No, where does your modelling have him after round two, Tommy? Zero votes. No, not even 0. 0.9? No. <laughs> zero. zero. Unless there's another umpiring scandal. Zero. It's one and it's um, not even there. James obviously meant the Hawks, not the, the Dons. Yeah, when he Hawks. Message that because the Dons have got Gold Coast. Um Obviously, and Sydney going to the game is dollar nine versus Hawthorne eleven dollars. Essendon a dollar fifty eight versus Gold Coast two sixty eight. West Coast GWS, what a thriller that'll be to close out the round two dollars ten versus a dollar ninety GWS. Well, I, I did say in the call last week to Josh Jenkins that St Kilda should be favourites against the Bulldogs, and they were about two dollars thirty. So that was a bet. Yes, for those that took it. Amazing turnaround in form. Port, very ordinary. Brisbane, very good. Well, it just goes to show that I thought the D's dogs game was terrible, right? Bit between the head, isn't there? Yeah. Well, you've got to be on. Hey, uh, Righto, do you want to talk? Uh, laying that scallywag juppy, hedging and trading is one of the most intelligent forms oh, of wagering. I don't know where what that's about, but Ooh. I'll have a look into that. From Steve. Looking forward to the JD Cricket Report. Keith from Wheelers Hill. And Shawnee, any word on how we own a smart one pulled up yesterday? Ken, or one of the last at pinch our race eight, number seven, Buckeye Bullet. Yeah, I've so got I've, no idea on we own a smart one. Just um, hampered at the start. was meant to lead. Disappointing run from we own a smart one was further back than expected. It was a race that was dominated by those up on speed, so couldn't really get in the race. But, um, yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, Shawnee, we'd, sort of, we'd not really digging too deep. You know that, buddy, in regards to like individual horses. Incredibly tough um, day of racing yesterday. And that's, we said that on Thursday and Friday twice. It was, inc- it was one of the hardest days, especially in New South Wales. We had a lot of inter- international horses going around that um, I'm we stoked. didn't get a line Barely on. Barely lost a cent. Yeah, I, I played around on Better Angel, which is a third-party app. Uh, sitting at home, which was nice after I did your inspections. Um, bet Angel. Yeah, it's third-party app, just plugs into Betfair and just easy to bet. You can watch the market movers, really smart. You can um, automate betting. It's a great app. We've got that and Grus third-party app, so they're fantastic tools. If anyone wants to ask about them, you can- What are you really gambling with? Plug in. Yeah, Bet Angel. Um, yeah, the- Oh, what do, you, what do you want to talk about? Like, the Tancred, the Rapaho, couldn't have had it. Um, the Vinery Stud, Prowess, you said it a win. I was with Pavitra, one by four. Just um, one, of the, big. The, one of the biggest talking points um, out of the day on betfair.com.au was binding uh, one race four. Hit $1,000 in play this horse. This is at Flemington. Uh, sorry, um, Eagle Farm. Eagle, right. Eagle well, that, Farm that helps. Race, if you let me know what state Eagle we're talking Farm about, Eagle Farm race four. This horse hit $1,000 in play. No um, way. Yep. 
and got the chocolates. There wasn't much bet on him, obviously, at $1,000, but you don't need much on. I think um, I had Shara of Gomer in that race. Uh, tip of the spear in the one after that. I mean, I've had a dead set mare. Absolute mare. Um, tough, obviously a tough day at um, Rose Hill. Zarek probably goes to Queen Elizabeth now off that win. Fantastic. He's in form. Mate, Queen Elizabeth's shaping up. Won't get anywhere near him in a Queen Elizabeth. I tend to agree with you. Won't big, get anywhere price. near them. Um, Dubai Honours can be hard to beat. Watch the Japanese horse um, as well coming over. And we saw overnight how good these Japanese horses are um, winning in Dubai overnight. So that was race four, the Neville Selwood. Star Kingdom back in Ali. Got the chocolates for Rachel King. Great ride by Rachel. Uh, slowly run race. Roots, a tissue fine point. Chris Waller trained the trifecta in the Emancipation. Pretty average race. That was Roots' grand final. Um, a tissue just cost herself the race. Huge run there. She's a horse to follow. I'm not sure where she goes to. The main talking point, Miles, in Sydney was the Vinery start, the Group 1. Um, a lot of these are going, you mentioned Fireburn, going to the Oaks. Fireburn looks like she needs 2,400, which is amazing for a Golden Slipper winner. Pavitra was fantastic, up on speed, and probably the horse to beat in the Oaks. Prow West dominated the, the race. I said it was a Tommy 2 play, only two possible chances. They run 1-2, so I pat myself on the back there. No spores with the price, obviously, but um, I went pretty hard at those two and got the chocolates, so that was nice. Prow West, um, Roger James said... Could be the best horse he's settled up. I think he's had 20-odd Group 1 winners. So um, amazing win by Prow West. She's going back to New Zealand and attacking the spring. Um, he's planning out an attack for the spring there. Arapahoe won the Group 1 Tancred. Not a great race. A couple of um, good runs for the Sydney Cup. Miles Cleveland didn't. His Sydney Cup favours no chance. Drops to 51 kilos in the Sydney Cup. King Frankel also um, ran third there. Drops to 50 kilos, I believe. Uh, Montefilia just cost herself the race. She just stumbled around the bend. Unlucky not to win that if you're on Montefilia um, there. Race four, I think it was, no, sorry. Um, race three at Rose Hill, Miles, saw one of the sickest beats you've ever seen. And send us a message if you're back to stroke of luck. Tommy Marquand. No luck whatsoever. Probably the the biggest moral beating I've seen in a long time. Cascadian would have been that in the um, Australian Cup in, in Melbourne, but he got out and won. But stroke of luck, no luck at all. Aptly named. Stroke of no luck. Yeah, correct. You don't um, call your – that's just, the Malabian. Just, Calling your horses No, luck. something with luck in it. Yeah. Uh, just very quickly, Flemington. Uh, yes, let's have a look at Flemington. Well, you, what you need, Cascadian – what I you mean, need established himself as an out and out star of the turf yep. um, on the way up. This is a superb win, mate. Um, Cascadia, you potted the All Star Mile last week and the form and the track and everything about that. You came in grumpy last week I and Cascadian win was enormous. Um, there's a bit of interference there with the rail out, but Cascadian way through the field. Ben Mellum, um, it was. He, he actually. Oh, I'm potting him, this field as well. I heard him post race. Um, My futures bet went under. I'd smoke in Roman's a place. I'm. Ran fourth, yeah, of course, of course it, did. it did. So exactly I'd right. still city to place in the Blue Diamond, Smoke and Romans to place in the Australian Cup, into Nature Strip to win the TJ, and Steel City was a moral beat. And Smoke and Romans runs fourth. <laughs> I'm like, you felt like anyway. How, I didn't see this race because I was calling. What? How? What were the so, margins? Uh, Cascadian finished at the top of them, pretty soft on the line, one by just under a length. to Numerian pounding was very good in third. Smoke and Romans. Never looked like winning, really. Yep. Um, just plugged away, betting two lengths. But um, masterful, masterful ride by Mellum because he's worked out that Cascadian, and to his credit, he worked out and he spoke to Jamie Carr as well. She rode Cascadian and winner Doncaster. 
the horse, especially 2,000 metres, needs to be in between runners and get a tight run. Just can't be exposed too early. He struggles off. So he just took suck runs and it, it almost cost him the race because he was unlucky, but it probably won him the race as well. So he just ducked and weaved inside and that's when he races his best, especially over 2,000 at Flemington. So great ride by Mellum. Um, Friday night, the group one, we saw Imperatrice win in outstanding fashion. Bella She's was fantastic. superb, I Bella thought. Bella was wonderful as well. We highlighted her on Friday. There's a bit of value there each way. She ran well. Um, did you see my it just sketch? I was doing the form I on the it just sketch. I should have put that in the label. Yeah, actually. I'm on, what doing <laughs> doing tips on my niece's two year old niece's it just sketch. I liked it. Uh, it was good. Bella Nipotina each way. It couldn't go wrong. It was good. Um, are you done with the races? Because it just bored me to sleep. You're usually right. You must have known. No, because like had a big day, mate. Well, I said, I told everyone not to. I don't want to rave about it. I told everyone I, I was twenty five percent of a standard stake day for me. So I could have lost the whole day, and I mean, I've spilt more than that. Well, you didn't done well there. Yeah, well, I, it just wasn't the day. It's not the day. We'll, I'll say when it's the day. Um, I'll just, decide. Just on Rose Hill, every race, um, betfair.com.au, BSP was better than top tote. Yep. Um, all right. Which is amazing. So great value at Betfair. All righty. Well, that's, we know the value is there. Let's uh, jump to a break. Have you got anything for us today? Um, I, I might have one after the break, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I've, I've got well, – I'm not that Hey, Hurricane, what I'm have you got down at uh, Hobart? You yeah. got, we should message a Hurricane. He'd be listening to us. Who knows? He, what it, he bought a pet lizard during what? the week. Yeah, it's bizarre. It's the <laughs> Labid. Yeah, weird. I think there's a thing about pet reptiles. Weird area. Pet reptiles is a strange, it's a strange setup. That correct? Yes. All right. Speaking of strange setups, um, we can talk about you putting the car mat over your accelerator in your car on the other side of this. This is a Betfair Edge on a Sunday. Find better odds at Betfair. What are you really gambling with? You're listening to the Sunday Betfair Edge on SEN. Sunday Betfair Edge. Play both sides of the bet this AFL season. With lay betting. Exclusive to Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. I'm not at home yet because you've got to go to a few more inspections for me, Tommy. No, no. Uh, I'll tell you what, there's anyone out there? South Melbourne or South Yarra area wants to rent me a place. <laughs> what happened to the last place? He got offered it. It was a bit big. What? One of the listeners a couple fortnight ago said he might have a place for you. Oh, yeah. You didn't follow get... him up? No, nah, well, I've got someone in my Jeez. Instagram DMs. I've got to get onto that. Uh, welcome back. Jeez. Find better racing on to Betfair. What are you really gambling with? Yeah, there was one around the corner here that they've got. Um, might be a bit big. Hey, uh, coming up next, uh, David Taggart in the house. Six hours. Of, uh, of racing. We are racing at Murray Bridge, Hobart, Sunny Coast, Pinjara, Scarpside, Donald, Armidale, Wellington, Bansdale and Cairns. How is the great man? I don't know yet. He's not here. He's usually here by now. Uh, Keith from Wheelers Hill. Thoughts on the Bansdale Cup? Um, oh, I, if there was more sting out of the track, I'd be with the Nug. A few of the Port Boys are in Not Usual Glories. Chartres would be hard to beat, wouldn't it? Matty Laurie, Turn I might just go with the nug. Stay with it. It'll lead. Horse loves it. Just need a little bit of sting out of the ground. Like, he's a wet tracker. Never won on a good deck. Not usual glories. But him, is he going to be too good? Probably. Interesting second up. Um, my best 
Tough day again. My best comes up in race one miles coming up at 1pm. The Great Seal, third up. Blinkers on. Bansdale race one number eight. My only play for the day at the moment. Uh, Blinkers on. Had a trial at Stony Creek over 1,600 metres. Um, this is an aim for this horse. And I think uh, third up, Blinkers on. Off the back of that trial, fit now. Just Barry 13 is the query, but um, looks very hard to beat. Race one number eight. About 280, bet fair at the moment. Did really good. Yes. We're with the Great Seal. <laughs> the Great Seal. This is, this is the Great Seal. It is. That's good for me. What a tune. This is going to take us out. We're both with the Great Seal. <laughs> this is going to take us out for the day. Because I say this Come to on myself. Come the Great Seal. Can you do play this on track later for me? Well, it's, I'm, sometimes I don't know how I'm going to survive because you're a bit crazy. Have to be a little bit crazy. Have to be. Anything else? Keith from Wheelers Hill. Um, tags consider you can always have the top bunk. Oh, dear with. Um, NRL, Panthers favourites. Please. Your, NRL, uh, mate. We've got our listeners in the north. What happened to your mob? What, the Dolphins? The Dolphins. Oh, the Broncos got them. The Broncos kicked the life out of the Dolphins. Um, Someone called the RSPCA. The Dolphins got kicked <laughs> by the Broncos. Panthers Premiership Panthers four ninety Sydney Roosters five eighty Broncos seven dollars eighty Rabbitohs seven dollars eighty they're the top four miles who wins the AFL Premiership crazy Collingwood six dollars Melbourne six dollars eighty Geelong seven dollars eighty Brisbane eight dollars sixty firming on the back of drifted significantly on, after one loss and then firm significantly after one victory so on current form you could probably only have like I mean you're talking about it early but uh, Collingwood Carlton Brisbane Melbourne Sydney Geelong. They're the only ones that can win it, aren't they? <laughs> Probably. Um, amazing that. Geelong just going half rap power. You're up and about. You're dancing. I can't do this. Tags us all those. Baby! He looks a bit tired, the big boy. Anyway, we're going to go.